just turned into Let's Face It. I am your host, Will Strayhorn, and thanks for joining me. Um, I just want to thank you guys um, for tuning in to another week. And um, we have an exciting show today. We have, first of all, I have a guest co-host in the studio with me, Mr. Nate Whitfield. How are you? Hello. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, for those of you who don't know, Nate Whitfield is actually the second part of the LFI Enterprise. He owns the hair salon with me. He's producer in the um, radio station with me here. And he's going to be our guest co-host for this evening. Kind of picking up an echo. Okay, in the studio also we have three exciting actual relationship experts and life coaches. We have Kimberly Pitt of Chesapeake, Virginia. We have LaVon Holman of Chesapeake. And then we have Mr. Steve Williams who's calling in from Texas. Nate, so what's been going on with you? Nothing much. Just going to school, trying to get some things together for school. Um, different business adventures that we've been doing in the salon. Okay. Um, I know most people know you from doing hair, from doing makeup, um, but you're entering into the second chapter of your your life, just like I am. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. What's going on with you now? What can people expect from you, I guess? Probably how long do you have? I have until Jesus come back to finish this time. <laughs> Good God Almighty. But I think I have about two more years, but then I have to finish my master's degree because my overall goal is to teach vocal at the college level. Okay, okay. Okay, so are you in, Are you leaving? A lot of people have been asking, are you leaving the hair business altogether? No, I love my clients. I couldn't okay. dare leave them. Okay, so you... But just using my God-given talent to be able to... Follow my passion and purpose. Okay. Okay. And speaking of passion and purpose, congratulations on making number one your radio oh, show. You. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, for our listeners. I want to actually thank the listeners because of, because of them. But our debut show, we did come in number one in the network. So I am happy to hear about that. Um, Tracy Mack and my brother Terrell Strayhorn were here last week. For those of you who tuned in, um, to talk about passion and purpose, and the more and more I feel um, that I'm walking in the right direction, and definitely the numbers and then hearing tonight that we were number one last week, just so you know that I am headed in the right um, direction. Um, but we have an exciting show for you tonight. We have a big show for you tonight, so I don't want to take up too much time. Um, tonight's show is all about relationships, how to find Mr. or Miss Right for you. Um, I have to say relationships, are they can be challenging. They can be challenging. I've been in a relationship for 15 years, the longest relationship I've ever been in, married for 12 years, um, and things are wonderful. I actually wouldn't have it any other way, but there have been challenges along the way, and I think that's what makes a, a relationship and a, a marriage strong. Wouldn't you say that, Nate? I would say that. Okay. It is challenging, but it's rewarding if once you get to that point. Yeah. Um so our guests tonight are going to talk to us what to look for. We've had a lot of people who have called in. Um, make sure that you can call in at 917-932-1078. If you have a question for anybody, I guess you can ask them live. Also, you can go to the website, 
you can um, chat in through that way. I'm right here waiting for your chats. We have a lot of questions that have already come in, but, you know, I guess want to hear from you live. So call in, again, 917-932-1078. Before we go to a break and bring our guests back on, you know, I was doing research. I always do research before the shows, um, and I was just surprised at some of the things you guys are going through looking for people. Um, some alarming statistics. It says uh, the percent of singles that feel they're too busy to meet other singles is 52%. That's over half the population. Um, the number of Americans who use online dating services is 40 million. Have you ever used that, Nate? Online no, dating? I haven't. I never had. You haven't? It's cool. You're still pretty cool. Um, percent of singles that have Googled someone on the Internet before, before a first date is 43%. I knew employers do that, but I didn't know you guys were doing that before you date somebody. You Google them to see what's going on with that. Um, and the percent of women that date men that are at least five years older than them are is 76%. And the percent of men that date women that are at least five years younger than them is 80%. Wow, 80%. And then last, the percent of married couples who said that they found their mates through a friend is 63%. So that's a big number. So most of you guys probably just need to look around your look around your own backyards and talk to your friends and see um, if they have somebody who could be a popular, uh, possible mate for you. But um, when we come right back, we have Kimberly Pitts. We have LaVon Holman, both from my home state, Virginia, and they're going to be here. They're going to talk to you guys about what to look for in that possible mate. Okay, so you're listening to Let's Face It on the Survival Radio Network. I'm your host, Will Strayhorn. You have Nate Whitfield in the studio with me. Stay right back. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a reputable company that offers human resource consulting services, workshops, and speakers for individuals and organizations? Give Miss PDW Enterprises a try. PDW topics cover building your personal brand, job seeker preparation, and business planning workshops. Visit their website at www.misspdwenterprises.com or give them a call at 678 678- Three six zero four one one two. Miss PDW Enterprises LLC, where engagement is key. Be sure to let them know SRN sent you. Join the thousands of alumni and friends as we support Floyd A. M. University in the fundraising effort that reminds us that everyone can give. With just a $10 donation to Florida A&M University and an invitation to 10 of your friends and family, we can make a difference. So go ahead and take the challenge. FAMU 10 for 10, are you in? Visit www.famu.edu to make your donation today. This message is brought to you by Orange and Green and Associates. Thank you. 
to advance your career in information technology and cybersecurity. And so, then Lanier Data Assurance Solutions, Inc. is the company for you. Lanier is a professional services consulting firm located in Washington, D.C., Largo, Maryland, and Jacksonville, Florida. We are comprised of highly experienced, certified security professionals, as well as subject matter experts in the science of information security and privacy. Lanier has established a solid reputation for excellence by providing superior services to every client. This credible firm brings a wealth and expertise to the profession. If you are interested in knowledge work, excellent compensation, contract and travel options, contact Lanier Data Assurance Solutions today. Like us on Facebook to get real-time opportunity announcements at facebook.com forward slash Lanier, which is L-E-N-E-E-R, or call 301-476-1844. You can also email us at info at Lanier.net. College is important, but it can also be expensive. College Planning Services is a group of educators, administrators, counselors, and other licensed professionals that work together to provide the necessary services, networks, and information to reach students that are serious about getting a college education. College Planning Services partners with financial institutions, corporate sponsors, and other major players in the global market to strategize in building a pool of information regarding financial aid, scholarships, and funding information to assist students in preparing to access the essential resources to build upon their path to an educational future. Learn more at collegeplanningtoday.com and let us help you start your college career. Right now to our featured guest experts, Kimberly Pitts and LaVon Holman. They're both from Virginia. LaVon from Virginia Beach, Virginia, and Kimberly from Chesapeake, both life coaches, both relationship experts. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank I'm you. so glad Thank to be here. Oh, I'm so glad to have you here. Um, Nate's joining in on the conversation, so we want to get right into it. So okay. the whole conversation, the whole talk today is about relationships, finding Mr. and Mrs. Right, if there is such a thing. So first of all, I want to know, what should you be looking for? What should you look for, or what should they look for, rather, in finding Mr. and Mrs. Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so so um, I guess I'll go ahead and um, go first. Uh, first, I would say that a person should be extremely comfortable with who they are first. They need to know, you know, who they are spiritually, mentally, you know, just work on themselves first. And then, um, you know, I think that once you define who you are, then, you know, you can go out. Well, I shouldn't say a woman should go out, but a male, you know, will seek you and find you. But then that will make you, you know, a whole person. So basically people need to work on themselves before they go out. So a lot of people don't need to looking for somebody else until they work yeah. on themselves. Yeah, yeah, I think How do you feel about that, Levon? Yeah. Well, I feel the same way, and the biggest thing is that people have to realize that in order to do that, even to find out who you are, you got to find out who you are copying. 
you know, and it's it's so much to copy out here that you really don't give yourself a chance to be the uh, person that you were meant to be in that relationship and how many things that you are uh, repeating from prior relationships that mm-hmm. baggage you saw, yeah. you know. Well, when, when, when we say baggage, too, and we'll, I like to, you know, make sure that people understand that, you know, we say, we say baggage as a metaphor, but the real thing is it's what's left in your subconscious. Okay. After, after trauma, uh, and the reason why I'm saying it like that is because subconscious can stay longer because, it can come up involuntarily when you don't even, when you, even when you think it's gone, uh-huh. and and that needs help from uh, you know venues like this, life coaching, counseling, and that that really does need uh, more attention to more than anything today. So, what would you say the biggest mistake that singles are making when they're looking or to find a partner is? Kim, uh, you want to go on that first, or you? Oh, you you can go ahead and then I'll I'll chime in. Okay, the I think the biggest thing is that when we first of all don't know, and I'm speaking on behalf of the women, that you already are equal. You already are labeled as a partner instead of someone that is just um, in need of something, and even in the the idea of the social ways that a, a a woman must wait on a man to be found and all, all that stuff has to be challenged because the question got to be asked, what if it's, what if it's not true? What if it's wrong? And and if it is wrong, what is a, another way? And, uh, it's I almost like breaking tradition. Oh, yeah, definitely breaking tradition. We got it because even in the Bible it says that the tradition of men work not the prophet of God. So, Exactly. Our our traditions are not even uh, are helpful, you know, in in every area of our lives. If we don't see that there is, because um, and, you know, I don't want to make it just uh, churchy, but we have some foundational truth that we have a reference to, and that is that even when he said he would give us truth, he said he would give us truth in part. So what is the oh. next part? For you to figure out, <laughs> basically. <laughs> right. I would say okay, that my so, take um I would say that my take um on it would be I think that there are challenges because people tend to present themselves falsely and mm, you know right. and so yeah and so I think that you know when you meet someone and you're putting on like you know a um facade being somebody that you're not you're challenged with the tax you know to always keep that pseudo person alive you know, but then, you know, eventually you realize, oh, you know, I can't do this. You know, I can just be me. So I think that, you know, just, you know, just be yourself, you know, when you come in, you know, into meeting someone. Just, you know, be you. Let the person just, you know, appreciate who you are. And, you know, if they don't like, you know, what they see, you know, they don't like um, who you are as a person, then, you know, you need to move on. I don't think that you should ever go into meeting anyone underneath any type of falsehood. Because eventually what's going to happen is they're going to see the real you anyway. Right. Uh, and then you're going to come out as being somebody who's untruthful, and that's going to open up a whole another bag of worms. Exactly. So it's best to just go in and let them see it, 
Let them see that you don't keep your room clean, that your car is nasty, and that you have trifling <laughs> weight. And let them make up their mind then. <laughs> you know? We have a caller coming in, and um, that's what the show's all about. We want to get some live calls coming in. You can call in at 917-932-1078. We actually have two calls. We're going to first listen to Londi from North Carolina. How are you? Yes, I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing well. So thanks for calling in. What's your question? Blondie. What's your Blondie? Hi, Blondie. Yes. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. What's your question? Uh, I just uh, wanted to say uh, I'm an, a senior citizen, and from my past uh, lifespan and experiences, I wanted to ask the question, uh, is there a Mr. Wright per se? Is there a Mr. Wright? Because I don't, you? They, they don't, be, I don't think it's one been created yet. I'm offended. Okay. 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 Well, uh, I, I really believe that there is a person that is meant for you, and uh, I'll just use that. And I, I'm, I'm a life coach. I'm a teacher uh, by nature, the way that my parents uh, raised me and my grandmother. But the main thing that we wanted to do is make sure that we know the definition of words, the true definition of words, because that's what we live off of. And that that word, single has to be uh, put in right perspective by what it really means because English is was created by other languages. And the right word for, the, the Hebrew word for single is haplus. And haplus means a particle of a unit. So it, by design, there is somebody for you because you are only a particle of a unit, meaning a union. And with that said, there is somebody there. Now, how we get there is more important today, but but the issue is we have to retrain and re- renew our mind, just like, you know, he, he said that we had to, and that's in every area. That's not just in renewing your mind and how to operate in an organization called church. We got to uh, renew our mind in every area of our lives, and being a senior citizen as you are, the we would trust you to know more about the things like uh, because uh, if you have been married or divorced or widowed, then we would, we would trust that you would know that you ended up having the issues of being by yourself and still being able to live on throughout these things without being tied to someone as it being as important as as it was when a younger person thought of it. Right, a young, right. A younger person may think of it in a whole other way, but you can give us, uh, you can help us to understand that there will be life after these situations. And the reason why I bring it up like that is because if we make it work, the simplicity of it, if that we can make it again and put it out there where people can understand, it's pretty simple by not going into a relationship Thinking that this person is your survival, right, right. If, if right. you know that they have to go in first as an individual, two individuals right. can, make a good couple. 
I just wanted to know, like, where where are you going? Like, you know, do you make yourself seen, you know, so so to speak, or you know, do you only go to church and then come back home? Like, you know, where do you go? Oh no, it's not that. It's just that. It's just it's just uh, a no. You're meeting the wrong because people? I don't feel like uh, a man per se is uh, complete me. You can oh, find right. other ways to, you know, enjoy your life after right. you've been through all the the rigmarole. And well, you know, what? renewing my mind, I I don't want to renew it and and then have somebody come in and blow it. <laughs> it sounds like to me, you know, it sounds like to me you're just looking for, you know, someone that you know you can hang out with sometimes. Yeah. To me, like mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't sound like you're trying to get married. It just oh, sounds no. like you're trying to find a decent guy where you know you you can go to the movies sometimes, dine out, you know. Yeah. So you know, I think that you know as long as you're out and about. You know, and you know, just you know, wait for him to you know find you. But along the you know along the the way, you know that you're going to kiss some frogs. You know, but you just, you just leave the frogs alone, and then the right yeah. one will come along. <laughs> thank right, you so Marjorie much for, for calling, calling in. in. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. We also have Summer coming right up from Chesapeake. Summer, you on the line? Summer. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. How are you? Hi. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. What's your question? Well, um, I've been single for about a year now. Um, I consider myself to be very independent. I'm 35 years old, never been married, um, no kids, successful, and I enjoyed my single life, you know, done everything that I wanted to do, travel. Now I'm ready to settle down, but I attract the wrong type of men. I attract... Mm. Lots mm. of guys, but they are always married. Mm. Well, you know what? Okay, I I would like to start with this one first. Okay. Um, I think okay. that, and it, I think that it all um, begins with like you know what what type of signals are you putting now? You know, I think that mm-hmm. we have to be careful as women as to what type of signals you know are we putting out. You know, mm-hmm. um, because because apparently, if you keep if you are continuously attracting the same type of man, then you know it's something that that you're doing. I don't want to say you know that that is something wrong, but you Correct. know you may need to you know sit down and just um, evaluate some some things. Like you know, are you being um, you know uh, pushy? Are you you know being like you know a bit too open? Are you, um, you know, just um, 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 accepting anything? Are you, you know, giving off the aura of being needy? Mm-mm. So um, I, my the, the, my personality, um, I'm able to get along with anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not pushy. I'm not needy. Um, I'm just a nice person, and I people are attracted to that. But unfortunately, it's the wrong people. Okay, well, I'll chime in on that. Now, um, as far as the wrong people are concerned, uh, because me and Kim, we're going to be doing a relationship seminar, uh, out, you know, next uh, on the September the 22nd. We're going to give some information about that as well. But one of the biggest things is that we 
talk about is do you know, one of the topics is do you know if you are in the game or not? And mm-hmm. in that area, you're, we're going to be talking to try to show people that if you are, you have made a decision that you want a relationship uh, of commitment, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to, to be with one person for quite some time, then what you're saying is I'm not in the game. And in when you're when you're saying that, you have to show that by your actions. And don't take it personal when you're going through this process of not being in the game or and wanting a committed relationship. Don't take that personal that that's something wrong with you while you attract them. It's just no, you you know people can't take the responsibility of a fly coming on them. You know, saying, "Oh, I attracted that fly. There's something wrong with me." That's not mm-hmm. always the case. It's just an area where you are in. There's a whole bunch of flies, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, you can't take the responsibility for um, a man. You know, because liking you because he's married, he might not be happy at home and see see something in you that you know the man that you are supposed to be with would see as well. So uh, the main thing is not to take that personal at all to try to make that a reason or discourage your hope in finding uh, somebody else. And the, and the biggest thing is, you know, as a, uh, you said you was independent. There are mm-hmm. words in your, that, in your vocabulary that have to be changed. Uh, and I'll say this, and some, some people are going to disagree, but there's nobody independent of anything. We're all dependent on each other, and that's the we live the truth of that. We live the truth of a lot of things, and we believe the lies. So if you believe that you're independent, you're sending out a message that I'm not dependent on anything. You're sending out a message that says I'm, I'm not even dependent on a man to fulfill that that partnership that I desire. So if you keep putting that out, why would you get that? Mm. Right. Does that help you, Summer? It helps me a lot. It helps you a lot. That's good. Thanks yeah. for calling. Thank you so much. So, LaVon and Kim, with everybody having their standards that they want to have a man or a female that look like this or, you know, that's this tall or have blue eyes, long hair, short hair, mm-hmm. exactly what should women or guys look for when they look for a mate? Well, I personally believe that you do not have to have that as something that you X out and your standards, um, but don't be a hypocrite, you know, and that's that's one of the topics as well in our plans is are you the hypocrite in your relationship? Like uh, Kim and I was talking and we keep throwing around some examples. It's like mm-hmm. a person say, um, um, I don't want nobody that's dishonest or just a liar, okay, but have you told lies? Right. And the truth of the matter is, you have, and but you're putting a standard on someone for moral belief or, or, or of what you have in mind of what they should or should right. not do, and you do the same thing. Exactly. That there should be a light bulb moment, and that you see. In other words, hypocrisy is is one of the best ways to show that we're all equal. Uh, okay. You know, and, and what I mean is, you you can lower the unrealistic standard that mm-hmm. something that you can't even live by yourself. And, right. And, right. And, 
you and then you won't put that on them. The hypocrisy will be gone, and then you can go into a relationship with just the the idea of can I enjoy this person? And even when I get the things done wrong, that's by the issue of where I talk about trust in in these. You know what what really is trust, and who trust mm-hmm. is only supposed to go to, and right. that trust is not to another human being because of the, the, the true definition of trust is you totally have confidence in something that cannot fail you. Exactly. And we, we're we going to fail each other all the time. That's what makes us equal. Yes. That's what makes us so forgiving. We should be so that's forgiving what makes of us each human. other. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's what makes us human. But I think there's a bottom line, you know, just be yourself. You know, just don't put on you know, any false pretenses, just be yourself. Yeah, and, and that needs to be help something you can be three weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. Right. I, I have a question. I have a question. It just came to me. Um, Levine, I'm sure you can attest to this. Being hairstylist, you know, we have our clients who um, ask us all types of questions. But I keep hearing um, a lot about how to read Franklin says. This is a doing it for themselves. So, Kim, I know you are you're a single woman doing yeah. very well. Is it still an issue to find a good man who's not threatened by your success? And then I want to ask Levon, could you date someone who had much more success than you did? I know oh, you're yeah. married, but in the single... No, I'm not you married. Could. I'm not married. Oh, you're not? I'm not married. Oh, so no, let's get that on, on, on the air. I'm not married. I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm so not single. So if you're I'm looking single. for Mr. and Mrs. Wright, if you call Lynn, the oh, number God. is 917 <laughs> They are available. <laughs> so, Kim, that is still that an is issue. crazy. Um, yeah, I think that there's only an issue when it comes down to, to, to the man. So I think that if the man is a um, insecure, you know, human being, then I guess, you know, me being who I am, you know, would be an issue for him if he's hmm. insecure. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, you know, I'm that's my me. point blank bottom line. That's just what it is. I think that, you know, if a person is secure in themselves, you know, and, you know, and then they want somebody who is like, you know, um, I don't want to say equally yoked because, you know, some people are, you know, comfortable with the woman, you know, making more than, you know, the man. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think it just all has to do with the person themselves. Like, you know, are you comfortable within yourself, like, you know, and who you are? And right. you have to have that, yeah, and you have to have that, you know, support system think that okay. as long as the man is, you know, comfortable with, you know, who he he is, then, like, he shouldn't have an issue with who I am. And what did you have to yeah. say, LeVon, about that? Well, I'm always the left wing. Uh, when I say left wing, I mean what's left out of the teaching. And what I, <laughs> what's left out of this train of thought is that however we got to that thought, the man being insecure or whatever, I know it has to do with the teaching about being a provider. And, yeah. you know, only only God is the provider. We're just the managers. And, again, I, I, I promote that in every seminar that in relationships, we got to first deal with these these serious, you know, they're, they're not dealt with enough. These serious issues about, um, you know, if Kim, Kim is being provided by the same provider that provides for me. If me and Kim was to get together, uh, and she making a hundred thousand, and I'm making forty. The partnership would be making the unit would be making 
we're just two particles of that unit. We'll be making 140. If, they, oh, if, exactly. if people if people looked at it as as a, a union like that, then they wouldn't. But the whole deal of why they do is because we we have been inundated of the teaching that the male is the provider our entire lives to the point where even in other relationships uh, that would you wouldn't that would be an issue even in the uh, gay relationships. I support them. I teach them as well. They will take the same role. If the two can be separately making good money, taking care of themselves, the whole life for being provided for. But then one of them is going to assume that provider thought, and the other one is going to submit to it. And exactly. in that submission, in that submission, somebody is going to feel inferior. And then Maybe. if the man stops yeah, making their money. Yeah. Or let's say the man gets, let's say the male get, or the provider that's thinking that way gets laid off. Then he's gonna feel less, and then the woman's gonna try to do whatever she needs to do. But the whole funny part about it is, you were being provided for prior to this relationship, from birth. I don't know. I think I think that it just all depends on what you um, um, expect, because some people don't mind being like you know taken care of. Well, so, you know, true. I just, but yeah, I think, I think it is all the... Well, basically, it will go back to, like, what you were saying about earlier about breaking those traditions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you got you, know, bro. And you got know that we're equal in this thing, you know. Even though the Bible says the man is the head and she's the tail, you still accept that, but we're in this together. You right. can make this way what you like to make. You can bring the about bacon and I fry. Right, mm-hmm. but... but but let me say something about that head thing because this is really going to, you know, this, you know, I bring forth some interesting topics. But even in the headship, when the when when if we're going to go with beliefs and Adam and Eve was there, when the curse came on the woman, mm-hmm. child sorrow and childbirth, and now he will be your head and rule over you, and your desire shall be unto him. The word desire there wasn't a, a positive desire; it was to usurp or to regain what was. Mm. So the equality was stripped uh. away. The equality was stripped away in the curse. So if he said, if, if God said, I'm cursing the woman, I said, and now he will be your head and he will rule over you, that's not a blessing. That's not a blessing. <laughs> that was a that was a punishment. But guess exactly. what? Jesus came and, and gave you the equality back, and that's there how we enter relationships. We should enter relationships without that. But who knows? Exactly. No, people won't teach that. People won't. won't. You can read that, that curse all day long, but you still will go on living it like Jesus didn't come, come back. Jesus didn't remove the curse when he said, I became the curse and hand on the tree. And I have to use that, especially for the Christians, because, you know, you say you live by that word, but the whole deal is, do you understand it? Yeah. If, that, if that curse was lifted and... You are back into the original way of relationships where it started, where the the woman and man were given a a order, a command to mm-hmm. to be one, live and have dominion over the earth, and be fruitful and multiply. That meant it took both of them. Everything was provided before they got here. Exactly. And that's how we got to go into it from this point on. And women will not have to feel. Like they they have to submit to headship as much as they submit to partnership. 
And that's exactly. the, that's what I'm trying to teach. I know I don't. So <laughs> <laughs> we just got uh, I know I don't. came in through the website. Mm-hmm. Um, a young lady, she wants to remain anonymous. She said, so why do men stop calling LaVon? Okay, now, mm. this is a good one. Um, men stop calling, you can make an issue. But the real topic of conversation should be, you shouldn't care. If you have, exactly. if you believe, if you believe in the same thing they believe, if, if a man didn't, didn't call you and he must believe that he have other options. I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare tell a woman that that meant some kind of problem about her. I would only tell her you need to look at more of your options mm-hmm. because when you feel only a person can feel some kind of way about that if they only felt like I'm, you know, I'm not getting anything. Nobody wants me or whatever. But the mm-hmm. whole deal is that needs to be dealt with on a whole. Different level, not the, right. the level of why a man stop calling. That's not even important. Right. Mm. That's not even important. It, it shouldn't even be made of any interest of important. What should be important is what does some men need to stop calling you? <laughs> exactly. Just that. It's just that. Some women. Some women need to stop calling men. You know, it's it's the it's not as so much is and whoever that was. I hope she listens. It's not. That's not the biggest issue. The biggest issue is understanding that you're still who you are. That's right. And that you are a, a, a person that can continue on moving forward after that. I don't. I don't want anybody to leave mm-hmm. you. Any coaching ser- uh, session that I get, feeling like right. they, they haven't been empowered mm-hmm. in any form. Mm-hmm. So um, and see that one thing, you should you should feel blessed. They stop calling. That's right. Okay, folks, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're joining one more relationship expert to the show, Mr. Steve Williams, relationship expert and the host of The Man Mindset. Um, We're going to take a break. I am your host, Will Strayhorn. You're listening to Let's Face It on the Survival Radio Network. We'll be right back. Hey, is everybody on the phone? College is important, but it can also be expensive. College Planning Services is a group of educators, administrators, counselors, and other licensed professionals that work together to provide the necessary services, networks, and information to reach students that are serious about getting a college education. College Planning Services partners with financial institutions, corporate sponsors, and other major players in the global market to strategize in building a pool of information regarding financial aid, scholarships, and funding information to assist students in preparing to access the essential resources to build upon their path to an educational future. Learn more at collegeplanningtoday.com and let us help you start your college career. F-O-C-U-S. Find opportunities, create unique success. Focus is an empower agency that provides motivational tools needed to aid our youth and young adults in the metro Atlanta area. Allow Focus to provide your kids with additional help in developing self-awareness, leadership, 
communication, and empowerment skills. For more information on how to get started today, go to www.focusfruits.com. Focus, life coaching for youth and young adults. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. The traditional light bulb, a groundbreaking invention in 1879. It's time we switch to longer-lasting Energy Star light bulbs. They're more efficient than the old bulbs, like a text message is more efficient than a carrier pigeon. And they cut down on our energy costs. Because in our own groundbreaking age, we deserve a light bulb that saves us some cash. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Let's Face I'm your host, Will Trahorn, and we have in the studio, we have Nate Richfield, Kimberly Pitt, and LaVon Holman. Joining this group of very informative relationship experts, we have Mr. Steve Williams, joining all the way from Texas, is the host of the Mind Mindset. What's up, Steve? Thank you. That's the man mindset. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Glad to have you on the show. Um, Kimberly and LaVon, we still have you, right? Yes, yeah. we're here. All right, excellent. So, uh, Steve, I know that you wanted to chime in on that last question. What do you want to say? Well, the truth of the matter is the reason that he's not calling you is because your value isn't high on his list. Uh, One thing that a lot of people don't want to realize is that even though a lot of you women should feel that you have value, which you should value yourselves, unfortunately it's the man that places the value in you, and it's based on how he feels about you, and that's why he doesn't call you or treat you the way he treats you. That's a good observation. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, Steve, we know that one of the big things um, that from your talk show is that you've been married for 15 years, and you haven't you, you and your wife don't fight. What's that about? Well, we don't fight because we have an understanding. Uh, a lot of people don't handle relationships in a, uh, I won't say traditional manner, but, you know, we the what I teach my clients and what I am is about outside of the box and when it comes to relationships, everybody's just meeting and then they go right into the relationship and then they go right into whatever and they always have an, uh, a problem. I teach everybody there are five different types of relationships and in every phase you have to have a powwow. And if you can't come to an agreement, you fall back, but you never move forward. Hmm. What, are those five, what are those five types? Well, the first type is meeting and dating. Uh, that's the where you know she can have her male friends and do whatever she wants to do. You know y'all y'all don't even really know each other. But when you get into the relationship, you sit down and have a powwow. And the next phase is the relationship phase. Uh, after the relationship phase, from the relationship phase, it goes into moving in together. You have to have a power between there with different types of expectations. And then from moving in together, the engagement phase. You have to have a powwow there. And then after that, same with the marriage phase. So. Every phase is a different set of laws, rules, and codes that y'all have to come to agreement on. And if you can't, you fall back. But the number one rule that I definitely teach my clients is drama-free relationships. If you bring any drama into my life, 
you're gone. That's it. I mean, I treat you the way I want to be treated. I'm not going to yell at you. I'll speak to you in this tone every time. And if you treat me with disrespect, we're done, period. Hmm. That's deep. Do you guys have anything to chime in about that? Steve, your show was real. I tuned into it Wednesday night. I'm going to give you an opportunity to tell us about your show um, a little bit. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> now, that's real talk. Yes. That's real talk. Now, I know that you're going to, you're going to come back as well as Kevin LaVon. You're going to come back. You're basically going to tell us about um, man, that there's a role for the man and there's a role for the woman in the relationship. Um, we're going to start with the women. Women, they're going to get ticked off. They may call you. I'm just going to warn you. What is the role of a woman in your relationship? Y'all get, sit back, sit back, get ready. Well, we got Kim on the phone. She's ready. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not going to say Kim anything say. right now. <laughs> <laughs> what is the role, Steve? Well, the role for the woman is really know her place. Uh, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but she has to realize when she's in a relationship, when she begins a relationship, remember, I'm, I'm on this other system. When she begins a relationship with her man, she is then beginning a becoming a representation of that man because the man isn't going for her last name. Apparently, she's going for his. So she needs to conduct and behave herself in a manner. And I'm not saying not the, the man should also, but I'm saying that if you're going to put yourself on Facebook and things like that, I mean, that's something that warrants, hey, we're not going to move on from this point. But, again, it goes back to expectations of what you expect from the relationship. When we become in getting a relationship, these are the things that I say, no male friends. I don't believe men and women can be friends. I'm not for that. Uh, I don't believe a woman, unless it's Facebook, I have no problem with her uh, – and she has a business on Facebook, being on Facebook. But one thing I know from my experiences of, you know, being out there as an ex-gigolo and all these other things I used to be, I'm not ashamed of who I used to be, but I know where I am right now is that, you know, women seek attention, unfortunately. And women don't realize that when you start putting your business out there to males, uh, you then begin, this is what we call an emotional affair that you don't realize because if you're putting if you're asking another man information instead of your man that's a problem so what i'm saying is is that there's certain steps that a woman needs to be in in place and i'm not saying not for the man because we're not talking about the man today but i'm saying for the woman that she needs to be a, a more traditional and not like the women of today huh okay we have a call actually coming in from tisha from virginia she has a question. Well, actually, she has a comment, and I'm sure it's Mr. Steve. Tisha, you online? Yes, I'm here. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. Do you have smoke coming from your ears? Do I have what? Smoke coming from your ears. <laughs> I do. I do. This whole conversation has Let him have it. Let him, let, 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 let him have it. I'm going to sit back. Go ahead. So I'm going to go back to the last segment for a second. Um, there was a they, – they, you were speaking about um, being independent and not being dependent on people. I know, LeVon, that was your statement. But I was in a marriage, and I thought we were one. Um, it came down to he made more money than I, we were fine, then I made more money than he did. And not that I wasn't dependent on him, but I didn't have to go to him and say, hey, can I get $10 for whatever. Mm-hmm. But he always knew where we were, me, when I said we, me and my daughter were going. Um, 
but he felt like I was too independent. So how do you make a male feel comfortable in that situation? That was my comment about that segment. And then from this new segment about social media, Steve, how do you make people feel comfortable with with me? Um, I'm not a big social media person, but I do use it. I do go on it. And I'm fine with my mate using it as well. But the first time they see me pick up my phone or they see my phone ringing as an unknown person, then there's an issue. How do you make them feel comfortable that it's not anything crazy going on? Well, the, well, the, the biggest thing is um, you got to you, – you probably wouldn't be able to do anything to change it when it's something that is a taught behavior. And – it goes back to still, you know, if the inferiority is there, it came from somewhere. And I believe personally it came from the teaching of being the provider. Now, the funny part about it is when you hear provider, everybody has a automatic thought that that's all about money. Well, it's not. It's not all about money. And the, the idea of a role, the only role that, that is different for a, a man and a woman especially in parenting, uh, sex, whatever, is that the woman has a different role because she can have a baby. Mm. But as far as the idea of roles, we have to let that stuff go because you, the, when a man looks at a woman and, and already has the idea of what she should do or not do, that's control. That's not a role. Mm. That, that is that is a, a mentality of control that was passed down from generation to generation, and it has to stop. And all women are doing is fighting for that to stop. And when that, when when a woman does realize that she doesn't want to be in that type of relationship anymore, she moves on as in anger when she could have just moved on in freedom. And that's what is just going to have to come to a teaching or reteaching and unlearning, reteaching and unlearning because. Um, if 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 you look at a woman and I look if I look at another woman today and I say I want to be in a relationship I want to know what in the world is her way of thinking now and if she is the type to understand that these words right here I see you as another human being now because I have been retrained I see you as a thinking living breathing another human being that I'm attracted to. Now, where do we go from there? Not, I see you as my. Yeah, it well, is right there. It start off I with say, my. Can I say something to that? Yeah. Um, do, you, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, is he joking? Is he serious about that? Is he serious about that? Oh, yeah. You're, you're, you're saying that that as a man, not a man. Hey, now, when I say I'm serious, I'm serious about right, right, no, what right. I said. Right, right. You're saying that we should give up the control as men and let women just just do whatever they want. You don't to do, have right? it. You don't have well, it. Sure, we you have. You don't have because, control of women. Well, I don't need the control. You never had it. I'm going after your last name. You're trying to keep my last name, and if you want my what last is the name, name, what what the name got to well, do with it? That, but see, that's the thing we teach our. Well, I teach my clients. Your last name is just as important as the last name of a company. You okay, well, then why, well, the divorce, all divorce does is remove the last name, and she moves on to the next. 
Well, that's, well, that's, that's nothing. That, that's, that should that's, prove to you that the last name meant anything. But the treatment of her will mean everything. Treat, okay, and the, well, the, not, equality, the equality that it was established again or reestablished again, that's where you need it because that's another human being. But not to but be it's not your job as a it's not your job as a man to make a woman happy though. We're, we, oh, we well, stuck, that's what, we're we're gonna we're differ stuck, all, all the way then. Yeah, we're stuck in this this type of uh, matrix mentality that as men we have to bend over backwards and do circus tricks to make a woman happy, and I and it's not mm-hmm. your job as a man to make a woman happy. Well, that's she's fine. Not happy but the whole deal is we 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 own. have a difference of opinion because know, of how you believe. Right, and that that's just the same thing as we talked about in the show earlier of traditional thinking. That's well, yeah, another that was, form that, that of traditional thinking. That was a, I was saying a comma, and you interrupted me. What I was saying is is that it's not a man's job to make a woman happy because if she's not happy on her, on her own, there is nothing that you can say, do, or give her to make her something that she should be on her own. Yes, you should make your woman feel special, but it, it's well, not your job all, to bend over backwards and kiss her behind and make her happy. But first That's of all, the whole deal is well, the whole deal is now happy. You saying happy is not our job to make it. Happy is a is a, a, a Hebrew word or a Latin word for happening. Oh. So if something okay. is happening, you you're you are if you're gonna make her even if you're gonna try to make her fit the role, you want that to happen so that can make you happy. So if no. that's what makes you happy, and she she's supposed to do that to make you happy. What, what what role do you live by that causes you because not to want to make her happy? That's because it's about happening. What what is happening? Well, that that's where the the system is broken down. That because you said to make me happy, I'm already happy. I'm already content in who I am as a man. So you okay, can but, either build with me or you can go. That's the easy uh, thing uh. about it. See, prophecy relationships are not complicated. We complicate them because we look for all these problems and not solutions. I'm a solution-based individual, so I'm not here to bend over and kiss you behind to make you happy. If you're not happy and you don't want to be with me, you can leave. I'm not here to stop you from doing something. I'm not here to force you to be happy. I'm not here to uh, compromise who I am to make you happy. What I am is who I am, and if you don't like what you have, then you have the right as a woman to make, quote, unquote, the key word here is choice to leave. You don't have to uh, stay. We all have well, choice. That's I always that's that's my show to do that, but we're gonna, this is what we're going to do. This show can go on and on and on, but not on this network because we got to be off in about five minutes. <laughs> so um, yeah. I'm going to give each of you an opportunity to just um, announce how these people can get in contact with you. Of course, you can go to letsfaceitradio.com, all the information there, contact, videos, everything, starting with Kim. Just if you have a website or a phone number you want to share. Yes, um, my website is Life Coaching One Zero One with the initial K and then Pitts P I T T S dot com. And I also just wanted to uh, indicate that I have a seminar coming up on the twenty third that is pertaining to um, relationships, and it's called Let's Stay Together. And also, um, well, well, I'll let um, Lavon speak about the other one. All right, look, LaVon Holman from Virginia Beach, your contact information and a little bit of information about the Kim has. Okay, uh, my contact information is 757-639-2055. My website is LaVonHolmanTeaches.com. That's L-E-V-O-N, Holman, H-O-L-M-A-N, 
com, and we are having a seminar, myself and Kim, relationship uh, seminar, Are You, Mr. and Mrs. Wright, on Monday, September 22nd at 7 p.m. at my salon, uh, 3972 Holland Road, Suite 122. Uh, please call either one of us for directions, and we will continue this conversation, and um, we will help you. We will bless you all. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Mr. Steve Williams, a little bit about your contact information as well as about the show. Yeah, guys, for, for the men out there, if you want to have a great, long-lasting relationship without any drama and any uh, BS, please go to themanmindset.com. Again, guys, I've been married for 15 years, no problems, no issues, have a happy wife, happy kids. If you want that, I can show you how to do it, even in this Internet situation in this world. That's all. Awesome. I want to thank each one of you for coming. I'm going to definitely have you guys back. This is a conversation we still have yeah. questions. Um, but we're going to take a break. You're listening to Let's Face It on Survivor Radio Network. I'm your host, Straight Home. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Well, Trey Horn, it's been a wonderful hour, a quick hour. Nate, I want to thank you for chiming in, man, being a co-host. And one that must continue. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. I definitely want to thank my guest co-host, Nate Whitfield. I want to thank my expert guest, LaVon Holman from Virginia Beach, Kimberly Pitt from Chesapeake, Virginia, and Mr. Steve Williams from Texas. Um, relationships are difficult. We've already said that. Um, so the talk continues. Um, go to our website, letsfaceitradio.com, upcoming shows. Next week we are talking about Depression, the pain behind the smile. We're going to talk about how the Robin Williams suicide could have been prevented. Um, I am your host, Will Strayhorn. And let's face it, in life, you can be faced with many, but the most important choice you will ever make is when you choose to be bold, be beautiful, make the choice to be you. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and friends on the Survival Radio Network. Please be sure to visit us on the web often at letsfaceitradio.com for the latest in show information, including upcoming shows, special guests, spotlight interviews, as well as exciting, innovative ways that you can be part of the show. So tune in next week for real people, real topics, real talk. Let's face it.